This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week's podcast is brought to you by BHP. Copper is a big deal in the energy transition because it's used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. When it comes to producing copper responsibly, it's happening now at BHP. Good morning, I'm Alex Tai. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Wednesday the 30th of August. In your Squiz today, squizzers raise their voice on The Voice. Polly's get a pay bump. Trump's diary fills up and Gen Z discovers pickles. This is your Squiz Today. Claire, we've been talking about a referendum on enshrining an Indigenous voice to Parliament for more than a year now, and PM Anthony Albanese is in Adelaide this morning to finally announce the date for that vote. We'll no doubt talk about that tomorrow, but in advance, we're reporting back to Squizzes about what they're thinking about it all. And if you're wondering how we know, you might recall that we asked Squizzes to participate in a survey for us, and 2,265 Squizzes responded. Squizzes are so awesome. That (laughs) number is way more than most polls uh, get when they get national media attention. So thank you if you did that survey for us, and I'm going to throw a few numbers at you, so bear with me. Uh, 55% of you feel informed or very well informed about the voice proposal and the upcoming referendum. 49% of you reckon that there's going to be a no vote, while 23% say a yes result and the remaining 27% say they don't know how it's going to go down. We also ask squizzes if they agree with the idea that Australia is a racist country if the referendum does go down. 36% of you said yes, that they would think that it's an indication that we're a racist country. The same number, though, said it's not that simple. And 28% said that a no result wouldn't mean that Australia is racist. This is all so, so fascinating. And Claire, our survey did not ask squizzes their voting intention because what you do in the sanctity of the polling booth is between you and the Australian Electoral Commission. (laughs) But we did ask squizzes if they've made up their mind on how they're going to vote. Yeah, and squizzes are pretty clear on this. 82% have decided how they're going to vote. Uh, What we'd say about that is that squizzes are engaged and interested in the news and the big issues of the day. You listening to this podcast is an indication of that. So 82% of squizzes have already decided how they're going to vote, and that's a fair bit more than what the polls say about the general population. Right, which is why the Yes campaign still says it can win the day. The fact that there are many voters who are undecided. The Prime Minister will be making the date announcement at 11.30am this morning. And if you want to dive into our survey report that goes into all of the above and so much more about where squizzes stand as we wind our way through the referendum, we will put a link to that report in the episode notes. Before we get too far away from the world of politics, Claire, the independent body that decides how much our politicians get paid yesterday handed down a pay rise of 4%. Yeah, that's the remuneration tribunal and they've awarded that pay rise because they say that it's been too conservative in the past how they've increased politicians' pay. Uh, What it means by the numbers is that the Prime Minister's pay will sit at $586,000 a year. That's up from five. 
$564,000. The opposition leader will now get $417,000 and our backbenchers will receive $225,000. It is the biggest pay rise in a decade for our federal politicians. And we haven't got into their superannuation arrangements, which are often criticised for being more generous than what most workers have access to. The remuneration tribunal's approach is different to what's happening in at least one state. The relatively new Premier of New South Wales, Chris Minns, froze the pay of state MPs for two years back in July. Donald Trump has been given his first court date in the four criminal cases against him. And it's arguably the biggest case that has been scheduled first. Yeah, so that's the federal case against Trump for his alleged role in attempting to overturn the 2020 presidential election. And that court case has been slated to begin on the 4th of March next year. That's a very tricky date for Trump because the 5th of March is also Super Tuesday. Uh, It's the day that 15 states will vote in their primaries to pick the Republican nominee for president. Trump wants the date of his trial changed, but the judge says, like any other defendant, he will have to toe the line. And if you want to know more about the US presidential race, which, yes, it has already begun, then you can listen to our latest Squeeze Shortcut, where we break down the whole process. You can find a link in the show notes. We spoke about Rubiales, the Spanish Soccer Federation president, earlier this week, and now his own organisation wants him to resign. So Rubiales kissed Spanish player Jennifer Hermoso on the mouth after the team won the Women's World Cup. She said that it was non-consensual and it's been a whole thing. Players have been striking and FIFA, which is the world governing body, suspended him from international football. And since we spoke about this on Monday, his own Football Federation has asked him to go after initially sticking up for him and the Spanish prosecutors have opened a preliminary investigation as to whether Rubiales committed a crime when he kissed Hermoso. There's been another development, which is that Rubiales' mum has locked herself in a Spanish church and is on a hunger strike. She says that her son does not deserve this treatment and that she's going to stay in the church as long as she needs to. Spring is nearly here, Claire, and for the ski bunnies among us, they probably already know that this winter has been one of the worst snow seasons on record in Australia. Yeah, it's been a pretty mild winter and experts say that climate change is behind this long-term decline in the depth and the duration of snowfalls in Australia and skiers in the Northern Hemisphere might also be heading for trouble. There's new research that was published yesterday that shows that 53% of European ski resorts are at very high risk of reduced snow supply, even if temperatures rise less than two degrees above pre-industrial levels. That's what the world is aiming for with those commitments that have been made across all of the countries to reduce emissions. Many ski resorts, including ones in Australia, already rely on artificial snow to boost supplies. But researchers say that's water and energy intensive, and it is not a solution. We like to keep squizzes informed on TikTok trends, and one of the new obsessions of Gen Z is pickles. So, 
Pickles have been around forever. They're (laughs) nothing new. Uh, But many younger foodies pickled their way through the pandemic and the pickles hashtag has really blown up on TikTok. Almost 10 billion views for the topic. And if pickles are your thing and you're not into making them, producers say that sales have never been better. And the US business review platform Yelp reported that searches for pickle products have jumped by 55 over the last year. Looks like Grandma was right again. Yep, she always gets it right. (laughs) Squiz the day, Claire. What can we look forward to today? There is a blue supermoon which is on view tonight across Australia. Uh, Its peak time is actually as we get into Thursday, but tonight is the night to have a look. So cross your fingers for a clear sky, wander out at dusk just as the moon is rising. That's when the experts say is a good time to have a look. That sounds so wonderful. And that is it for us today. Thank you so much for listening and we'll be back again tomorrow. Hello, it's Bryce here from Squiz Kids. Kids and fiscal policy go together like peaches and cream, which is why we're excited to present a special Squiz Kids Q&A this week with Federal Treasurer Jim Chalmers. It's the podcast where the kids of Australia get to ask the questions. Tune in to Squiz Kids today to find out how the notorious B.I.G. has helped shape next week's budget, why the Treasurer considers himself more of a three-pointer than a slam dunker, and why his toenails will be painted with glitter nail polish next Tuesday when he stands in Parliament to hand down the budget. Plus, there's a cheeky question in there about his leadership ambition. All part of our mission to engage kids in the wider news agenda. Check it out in the Squiz Kids podcast feed or via squizkids.com.au.